0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: So, um, we've got a new exciting free beer offer on Footballistically Arsenal. As a loyal listener of the show, we can reward you with free beer. Thanks to our friends at Beer 52com you have the opportunity to sip eight free exclusive craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to Beer 52com dot com forward slash Arsenal and cover just four pounds ninety five for the postage. What's more, Football Listing the Arsenal listeners get two extra free beers, so that's a total of ten free beers. And just if you're wondering who Beer 52 are, they are pioneers. They go across the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small-batch breweries on the planet. And um, they have themes. They deliver cases with different themes, including Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, Finland, and many more. Um, and the beauty of Beer52 is they don't hold you to ransom, there's no lock-in, you can leave any time, but your first box will be sent to you the next day. So just go to beer52.com forward slash arsenal to get your first case of eight beers for free, and don't forget, um, Footballist Elite Arsenal customers get an extra two beers free. That's beer52.com forward slash arsenal. Footballistically Arsenal was brought to you by Duke and the team at the Cricketers Inn in Mepham near Gravesend. Whilst you're there, you have to try their award-winning fish and chips and enjoy it with a pint of Watney's Pale Ale. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Sidekick, psychic Josh is to my right. In his very own residence in the northernmost part of London I've ever been to. I Welcome, Josh. I cannot believe that you have never been to this part of London
2: in your life. I don't believe it.
1: Well, I mean, it's like it's further away from like Keith Rowe from mine. Where I'm deep south. Um, anyway, let's not get bogged down in geographical. We are doing a, 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 podca- a special podcast from your home yeah. in honour of a new era Arsenal. We've just watched the very first game under. Caretaker, part time. What are they call? What's he called? Um, caretaker, caretaker, caretaker. <laughs> manager. Um, Freddie Lundberg and um, we thought we'd have a chat about that, about what we feel about the end of the Emery era, what, who we, want, what we want to happen now. Josh wants to rub in the fact that he, no, he's no, no, right. No. Go no, on. No.
2: All, all I want to say is that we are doing this podcast, and there is probably a slight echo okay. due to it being basically done in my kitchen, but you were yeah. so keen that you do
1: this podcast because yeah. you were not going to be no. available tomorrow. I'm unavailable tomorrow as well, yeah. So jumped we jumped in on Sunday. Off. And we're joined by the glorious Gilly Kestenbaum. Hi, Gilles. Evening,
0: Boydo and Lando. Gillard um, lives locally. That was what oh, he, uh, was he was jumped say. in. He's also
1: a podcast regular and, and much treasured
0: voice. Part of the Northwest Massive. Exactly.
1: Um, Gillard's got hard out, as they say, haven't you? Because it took me like about five hours to get here. Um, and Gillard's got to go and, uh, I don't know, do something important. I was going to say, yes. I, so I, we're going to milk as much um, good stuff as we can from Gillard. Right, first of all, there's lots of issues to discuss. Let's get straight in there. How did you feel? Where were you? And how did you feel when the historic decision was taken for us to dispense with Unai Emery after 18 months? Was it 18 months, roughly? Do
0: you know what? It was definitely the right decision. I think it was something that united the whole uh, fan base in terms of everyone thought he had to go. The truth is, on Thursday night, I felt pity for him more than anything. Mm. It, it just seemed like he was a man who wanted the sack as in he had run out of all ideas. Um, the players weren't listening to him anymore, and um, it was time for him to go. I think the board actually waited a bit too long. A cronky waited too long to do it. But at the same time, we've now got what we've wanted, um, and we just have to try and uh, make the best of this season. I, I don't think we'll be able to salvage uh, fourth or anything like that. Um, mm. But he definitely was not the man for the job, and. It's nice to see Freddie in the dugout.
1: Yeah, I think, Kim, um, I, I agree with most of that. I think... Go on, Josh. No,
2: where were you? Where I'm was, sure that, where was I? Was,
1: yeah. I was at work, yeah. Um, Heat HQ. Heat HQ. Um, I, I, I was delighted, I have to say, yeah. I was, I was more delighted than I thought yeah, i But been. how did you find out? Was it Twitter or someone texted you? Uh, someone texted me, yeah, someone texted me. And um, and I was immediately... Yeah, I, I, I thought it was good, pretty decisive. I mean, you know, Arsenal's always going to take longer to do these things. Yeah. I think probably the most clubs, just because... It's the way we are, really. We're just kind of slightly less um, impactful. Well, what surprised me is Slower. David,
2: David <laughs> Ornstein originally tweeted that he'd gone in and taken training. Oh, yeah, that's right. He laterally retracted that and said that he actually didn't go in and take right. training. So yeah. I thought that's a real surprise. Yeah, they
1: halted it. Well, he went in, though, didn't he? He didn't go in. He's, He's gone into he work. He's yeah, turned yeah, up on time. I think he was, my, my answer, I think he was stopped at, like, the gates by, uh, who know, by, I mean, you it, know. It, it, this is a really big moment in
0: Arsenal's uh, history going forward in terms of... yeah. Who they appoint next? Because we had all these changes in terms of Sanlehi took power, Gazidis was gone, etc. Whether you think they have power or not, but the next appointment is really, really important because you look down, you look at what's happened to United, etc. Yeah. Um, Spurs were quite uh, decisive in terms of Pochettino left, Mourinho in. I really hope that we are putting together, say. Um, the next manager already for if it is going to be next season. And I hope we don't appoint Lundberg a la Solskjaer if he does have a great run. Yeah, because, oh god yeah.
1: I mean no because no it, I don't think even he judging from his pre match interview today, I don't think even he he seems up for um, you know being being the next Oleguna Solskjaer situation. Yeah. But can you see a situation where he does get to at least the end of the season? No. I, I, I think I think from the sound of it, they're gathering... They're doing this similar things to what they did last time, which is gather their long shortlist of every famous manager there is on Earth. Yeah. Um, presumably they'll do the same thing, invite them. I mean, I hope... I mean, already I've seen some people criticise that process, saying, you know, oh, comparing it to the Spurs thing, in fact, the decisiveness of them yeah. clearly lining up Mourinho. Whatever you think of him, that has worked, doesn't it? In the short term, I'm by the a, way... A, I'm
0: actually hearing a very interesting name, oh, go which on. hasn't been mentioned. Oh, really? Which is, I'm hearing that... Uh, <laughs> If Ancelotti does quit Napoli from everything that's going on, yeah. there's already been a couple of discussions with him about whether he'll oh, take I've it heard over.
1: His, I have heard his name in, 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 in mentioned in the, in the shortlist. He's in the betting. He's in the betting. Right now... Oh, I don't know where not, he is. Not towards the top, I don't think. Not towards the top, no. Mm. He's mid, like, mid to low. Okay. But right now, Allegri, Max Allegri seems to be the, the favourite. Now, I feel that's just like Bookie's going, well, if we were in charge of the process... <laughs> but would you he know? really
0: want to come to Arsenal? I mean, this is a man that won five leagues in a row or something with, with Juventus... Yeah season after season
1: getting to the Champions League final. Can we offer him? I know we're still a massive club. Well, but I'd hope so. I, I think he's more likely than Pochettino. Yeah. Pochettino's the other. We, we, we talked about that a little bit in, last and you, you were very firm uh, in the, against or at least you thought that there would be I divisive. just couldn't believe
2: it will happen that the ball will right now yeah. take a manager who looks knackered and a bit wash, washed out straight away mm. to take Tottenham's disregarded manager I'd just be surprised I, I respect him as a manager good manager yeah. outperformed the squad he had really yeah, but I course. just
1: don't see it Well, I don't see it more for the I think it's such an extreme decision to take on his part I think it, that feels more of an extreme decision to take on his part than Allegri who is in the middle of his year out yeah. of football I think the thing is if I was if I was in charge so you you know I would absolutely go hell for leather for Allegri right now I agree I just think I almost feel like what we've seen today, I know it's. We should talk about the game we just we just watched a bit. But for me, like tying it all together, and I know obviously, um, Fred, I mean, I totally wanted Frege to take charge short term. I think that's absolutely the right thing to do. But I almost feel like maybe he's also kind of in that kind of wrapped up in this this era of slightly tighter certain players who should be nowhere near the team, like. You know, his team selection today of picking Mustafi, you know, and Jaka, and all of that. And I'm like, well, he's going to get away with that in the short term because we all love him and, we, and, yeah. and he hasn't got much time to sort is, anything
2: is out. He, is he a mate but, or, is, is, he a right. mate a or a is he a mate of the players or is he a manager? issue yeah. going on, I feel. What, hang on, that, isn't that a bit unfair? It's not a mate. I mean, it's not unfair. It's, it's a possibility, no, isn't I mean, We're I not mean, saying it, it I, is the case. I'm saying possibly he's... Well, he's Bruce picked Mustafi because he's
1: a, his mate. It's not like no, that no, they're no, laid no, together. No no, 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 that's
2: not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying that. You mean the relationship he's had with the players? Yeah, I'm saying I, I think, think that what, the,
1: what this particular team needs is to get a fucking massive kick up the collective arse. An authoritarian. Think, an authoritarian. I think our, our clusterfuck of a defence. And again today, <laughs> yep. like, I, I almost don't give a shit whether it's Mustafi or Socrates or whatever, particularly in, in, in the They're all idiots, aren't they? They're all capable of being moronically stupid.
0: It did look like they were going to score every time they went forward. Of course, and I mean,
1: I actually felt generally we were better, certainly in the first half, and there was a coherence to the attack and a general cohesion and a control, oh my god, that word we haven't had for months. And um, so that was a a plus point, but still those moronic defenders are just just so irritating, and I just want someone like, I feel it's going to take someone like Allegri or Pochettino, a proper absolute, I hate the words, elite coach, because wankers use it all the time, actually, to sort this bunch out, it's not time for an Arteta or a Freddy... Or an, even a Thierry Henry or a Vieira. I, th- I think they will go for an Arteta, though. That's the truth. I well, think, I, I worry that they will.
0: Yeah, because is, I, I feel like that's such a... It's a safe choice, the easy choice to say this is Guardiola Guardiola number two, um, and...
1: But there's no can... evidence that's going to mean he will be like Guardiola number one, is there? That's... Like, we've seen this happen so many times before yeah. that it, proper coaches, their number twos, don't necessarily make for brilliant number ones, so to speak. I mean, it's going to be very interesting
0: who, who they appoint. Well,
1: let me tell you, who, would you, who do you want? I want Allegri.
0: Do you? He's a winner, and he yeah. and, he, and he, not only that, he is known for coaching defenders, which yeah, is what right. I think we we need now more than anything. We have the say the front line that everyone has been raving about, but I think we need to get some discipline in the midfield and defence.
1: Yeah, and I feel there's a slight cliche about Allegri, which is that. People say he's, you know, I would Arsenal fans take his brand of football as if his brand of football was defensive. It wasn't. It was just well drilled. It was brilliantly drilled and kind of and, and and controlling. He still. I watched Juventus in you know Champions League finals and in you know and and they had brilliant players that he let express themselves when they needed to. Be. But he also was a brilliant coach and managed to impose a defensive rigor on on his team year in year out, which is what we've lacked for ten years. Who would you want, Josh? Right yeah. now? Yeah. Would you? Allegri. Okay, well, oh, that's interesting. Not Arteta. I, I just think it I thought you we are a bit of an Arteta-ish
2: fan. Not right now. Although I think if he gets offered it, Arteta, people think, oh, he's, you know, he's still learning off Pep. If he gets offered to be the number one at Arsenal, I'm sure he'll take it. And there has to be something in the fact that he was wildly, wide, widely accepted as a number two choice last time around, had it not worked out with Unai Emery. I just think Allegri adds up. He's, he's not mm. in a job. Yes, supposedly was happy taking a sabbatical, but circumstance change. And when you've been out of it for a bit, I think we still have an attraction. And in some ways, this season is now a free hit. I agree. I think
0: it's fine if they appoint him and say... Uh, Allegri Will be taking over Say from next season Let Freddie take it when, As you said Josh not...
1: you, We could try and get him For the rest, for the rest
0: of this season. He's can already we? said Categorically He's taking this season out but, and, as Josh, and, and, but People it, say it, that Don't they he's, he's, exactly. he's on a hiding to nothing If he comes in this season Because We will not come
1: top four now We're just too far Off the pace I think we can Come top four If you look at Already You, you know, Chelsea lost yesterday yep. um, I believe Man United are losing Right now as we speak um, I think Leicester are losing as we speak. I, I think that second tier of teams outside of Liverpool and City, and I know you know City are also unbelievably flawed so far. But I think there's a big morass of kind of um, flaws among all of those rivals. I think it's still possible to get top fours. So I think if we got him, if we went for health for leather of getting a brilliant coach like him, him specifically, or Pochettino, I would be be, be thrilled by as well. I think you could still get top four. So that's why I think it's it, and I'm surely they're gonna be thinking that I don't think they're gonna be thinking you know, we we can't get top four.
2: I agree with you, there's enough time but to turn it around with this group of players in the remaining what twenty three games of the Premier League season well, I just don't think Oh it's unlikely. It's, I, I just unlikely. Think it's really unlikely but it's not I'll give it that. I I accept your point if you're if you're saying well you'd want to go and get a leg we bring him in, have him fresh the season rather than just accepting him coming next year and letting, you know, Freddie take it until the end of the season, if that's a scenario. But if it's not and I don't think Arsenal fans are going to be too disappointed. If it is announced, there is a plan. We have a top-class manager yeah. who's won I'll things with coming that. next July. Oh, if the pl- oh I, 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 I it. agree
1: with that. If the plan was announced, if it w- if, if it it, has then I announce. think everyone will be happy with that. Uh, some kind of plan, both in terms of appointing the person and the person having a plan as well. Because seemingly, you know, I don't feel that's the thing we've lacked for a long time. What did you
2: make doing. of the timing, though? Because also I think one of the things David Ornstein wrote was about how actually his fate had almost been sealed ahead of the game against Frankfurt, that there was a feeling that actually, regardless... So to do it on the Friday, when you've got a game on the Sunday, it was just slightly strange timing. I mean, there's never a great time,
1: is there, to do these things? I mean, you know, I mean, you could say... He was a dead man walking. He was a dead man walking, yeah. Even his his
0: substitution's towards the end. You're losing, and
1: he's just like...
2: What I mean is, why let him take Pop Thursday night? If you know that he's, he's yeah. going, what's the point?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Maybe they thought that, you know... Because what be if we'd won 4-0? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, it's, it, it, was, it wasn't... It <laughs> the was the was likelihood like, of that was <laughs> slim to none. <laughs> it's, then, it's slim to wow. What about today, though? Because it's weird, wasn't it? If the team news came in, and you thought, well, actually, that's a that's, that's, a Emery, that's an Emery team... To I, I, right I was absolutely gutted when I saw that team. I'm <laughs> like...
0: Exactly. We are not winning this game. When you see names like uh, Xhaka, Mustafi. No, please, Xhaka played. Were you? Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Because they have to get him back involved. I thought he was terrible. He was bad. He get, mean, there, was one, there was one time where he I gave it away. Worse. It was a Xhaka S giving away of the ball where they almost scored. I can't remember if it was first or second half. And you're like, this is what he's been doing for the last mm. two and a half years. He's not good enough.
2: I agree. It's I don't painful. think he was brilliant today. But I think there's, we've got, we don't have that big a squad with that much talent that we can afford to just disregard him. And do you know what? He's just got to get him back in the Premier League team. You might well pull him out. He probably won't start necessarily on, you know, yeah. is it Thursday we've got Brighton? Yeah. But I think he just has to start getting involved, he... except he is now part of the squad for Premier League games as well.
1: Oh, being in the squad, fine. But I'd much rather have... I, the whole Terrera thing, I've been saying this for weeks, the mystery of terrera is so bewildering that why, they don't, that why he's not first choice defensive midfielder and why a emery persisted on trump when he did play him like in a, in a more advanced you know box-to-box thing well i, I think, think it's I absolutely mean, i just yeah. want Herrera and guendouzi to be a solid to just tell them to keep calm just play you know just keep the ball simple passes to maybe Özil, whoever our creative player is and just have some fucking discipline and it's like and le- let's get someone off the street to
0: replace him. Duffy, <laughs> anyone honestly anyone yeah, I, I mean, even I'm going to disagree again That first goal I, I don't know if this is being harsh But he's done this now Three times already this season Where he turned his back again yeah. It's a sense of back thing. Why is he it's turning his, his, his back On, a,
2: on a shot in the area <laughs> I think it's bad but I think he if you'd have let Socrates play another Premier League game after what he oh, did oh he's been shit as well yeah but, yeah, but, but f- fanning around in the box he's against Southampton last week well. so he had to pull something out and Bellerin presumably had a little knock or his yeah, hamstring issue and apparently so p- Chambers had to play actually yeah. I know. I think it. he had to bring him a for today so Tr- so Tr- Tr- Ch- Chambers
0: got caught out of position quite a bit he was alright going forward but as in yeah, as in tactically
1: he gets caught out they're all fucking shit what we need it's a shame because I still think when you've got Tertini also took a and I think that 's why although Na had one of his better games, I thought to be fair, but you know, when you get Tierney Bellerin also not fit holding i 'm still, I'm still desperately in my mind assuming that holding would be better than Socrates, but I'm, i mean, 'm not one hundred percent sure I still think, as you say, anyone but anyone but Mustafa yeah. at this stage, I still think you 've got three better. Defensive options there And Louise. And I actually thought It was one of Leno's Best games in an Leno Arsenal shot Right Leno was great I mean Leno's big, One of our big improvements That, that, he? that, like, say, that
0: save he made In the second half was, was quality yeah, and, was
1: and even the deflected Shot right at the end Yeah and Albino yeah. Keeps keeping He's like had Faced the most shots, shots in the Of anyone yeah. Any goalkeeper Which is extraordinary But yeah He was fun. he was fantastic So what do we think About the whole penalty Retake I, Encroachment A VAR um, It's a vast, As they say In terms of
0: there were players from both teams in there. It happens every single penalty. I don't. Think will, I don't think it will ever stop, and I think it's uh, it's human nature. It is stopping the, though because the, the, of the AI. But but, but once you start, once someone runs into a penalty, we all play amateur football. Everyone piles in straight away. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it's very hard to stop that, and that means they're going to retake re, re- every penalty. Correct. And, they and, are, but t- this is until ru- someone
2: scores. Base. No, this is a rule of the game that because they didn't have the technology or have VAR to go to, meant people were abusing that rule for years. The idea is you should not be in that area from the moment you. But if he scores, do they
0: retake it? If he scores the first one, do no, they you give
2: advantage it. to the attacking team. Okay. Because of the way that you know, it well, people was said that both
1: our and their players both encroached, but it was the fact that their player encroached was the one who cleared it. Cleared it. So yeah, that was. If it, I think, and he was right next. To, I mean, I, I totally as agree soon as you, you
2: saw the replay, it was obvious it was going to be retaken. I going to be
1: retaken, but that is definitely a thing that's happened. It, it is entirely VAR that's changing the face <gasps> of football, yeah. and in this particular sure. case, all it right. Is- this effect, you know, it was an advantage to us, so I don't give a shit. But generally, VAR was lovely. Second him. penalty, yeah, lovely, sec- <laughs> brilliant second penalty, even more, but what what a geezer! His focus was—I loved it. it is, his fucking, finishing is amazing. They keep Crawls being an absolute shithead. Yeah. I mean, you know, fair enough. Lacka missed a, 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 a chance right? at the beginning, yeah, um, but then Bam Yang you know, I'm in the middle of a lacquer Let me quick lacka. I'm in the middle of a lacka debate with um, Alan Alger of uh, frequently of this podcast, who claims that Giroud is way way better than him. I like Lacka, it I like that, and his whole. His his big stat is that Laka hasn't scored a goal away from home for a long time. I feel the whole... away Over, from, over a year. I feel the whole the stat of a, of a player just taking their games away from home, it's just it's basically isn't fair. It's ludicrous. The whole team is shit away from home. It's been our problem for years now to kind of use that. And also, unlike Giroud, let me just say this. Unlike Giroud, Lacker's playing part of a, of, a, of a striking partnership or even trio. It used to be with Giroud, he was... The tedious tele- of watching him lumbering up front on his own was just one I never wanted to see again. And I thank God we've got rid of him. And thank God we've got Lacazette and Aubameyang and hopefully Pepe or whatever to come back. Yes, It is
2: an anomaly to have a striker go 13 months away from home at a club like us playing the amount of games he does it is an anomaly it do, I, doesn't mean I think like I said it should go it doesn't mean I think Giroud is any better But I think
0: he does quite a lot, for the, a lot of, for the team in terms of
2: in terms of his work rate
0: uh, yeah. when, when, you, when you've got someone like Aubameyang who is going to score most games I think you can afford to have a striker who's you know assisting and uh, doing a lot of a, yeah. uh, got a great work
1: rate yeah. And he, I don't think you'll ever have the kind of dry spells that you. I, I remember with crushing misery that eleven, twelve games he would go without scoring. I mean, it was painful. It was always painful. Anyway, it's unfair to have that debate without out uh, on here. But I do. I'm. I, I do feel you know you've got to you've got to look at your strengths haven't you? And I mean, the weird thing is, would you want Metro to talk about Pepe? Why did it, what, his substitutions today was slightly weird? I mean, his suckers. His little. Love his like, He's like his son, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Freddie's son. He's, I mean, I'm exaggerating. It's, but also, it's also, I think, now that Mertesac has stepped up
0: as well from the academy. Yeah. I think there's going to be a big push in terms of trying to bring through Ala Lampard and, and his guys. Um,
1: but, but I want to see, I really want to see, um, you know, like a good three up front and Ozil behind. I want to see a four-two-three-one kind of formation where you can play actually play all Laka, and Pepe you know, all together, a place of those strengths and I, I don't know if Freddie's going to do that. That's what I desperately want to say. It was, it was telling to bring on Sakura of pepe Yeah. I think today. it's just weird. I think, it's, I think you've got to give Pepe a, a, more of a go. People say, I oh, must be doing something terrible. And I don't think, I think, I think bringing Sakura on was because Freddie... Clearly, has a, Sacco is one of his favourites today. I hope maybe, maybe he'll play him. Yeah. On, we've got a Thursday game against Brighton. On, in, in yeah, and his, Willock,
0: I don't know. I, I don't, think Willock was I great. Think, did I you? Think, I think Willock's weak. Mm. I really do. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, I, think he's uh, I, I don't. I just. I think he's a squad player. I think you know. Are we just
2: going to watch replays of that goal at Anfield for the rest of <laughs> yeah. his Arsenal career? And go, oh, he did that once. So, yeah. I, and, I, I suspect he'll be pulled out. of The team ahead of Thursday. I think there'll be changes for Brighton.
1: I think so, maybe. And yeah. maybe we'll have more time with them by then, won't we? And yeah. I, yeah, I except so. what one training session. What, what, yeah. what about Ozil today? What did you guys think of I him? mean, he was fine, okay. wasn't he? He had some good... Okay, mm. but... Colourful. I still think people keep, people keep one of the memes, you know, the, uh, uh, as, soon as, the, as soon as he lost his job, people, all the Ozil fanboys and girls presumably were, um, you know, Urzel uh, won the battle with Emery. I'm like, if Allegri comes in, imagine if Allegri, he's not going to have short shrift for fucking Ozil's ways, isn't he? He's going to snap that into shape for a start. I think, you know, I mean, I think actually bringing Urzel back was bold by Emery. And, and now I'm, I'm glad he's there right now. And I said, I'd like to see him as part of, with, with three f- strikers ahead of him or all of that. But the idea that he's won this battle and it's over and, and it's all fine and is going to be brilliant now, I mean, he's fine, but he's not yeah. performing the kind uh, of... He was, in his, he was in a slightly weird formation today, kind of a 4-3-3, which I don't think necessarily is best. But still, I just don't think a proper tough coach is going to let him get away with and, what he thinks he's going to get and,
0: away. And I also think, actually, I, I'm taking Ozil, and I don't want to just take this game alone, but we didn't create a lot of chances in terms of, yeah, we had loads of corners, but I think that going forward... Norwich had a l- lot more chances than us.
1: Well, I think the official stat, we had about the same we had same number of um, Okay,
0: so may- maybe it was just that yeah. I-, I was worried every time yeah. someone was running at our and defenders. And I think it, it got
1: more and more that way towards as the game wore on. I yeah. think they the got more. Chances. They had better chances. Although our xG was better than theirs. I think our xG was like 2.3 or 4 and theirs was only 1. point something. So actually if you but if you if you pay attention to that stat by th- officially our chances were better than theirs. But I think that's I think in the first half we were doing well.
2: By the end of the game it felt like We've, we yeah. can't have got, we can't have more than the point today. No, I agree. And probably that, we're yeah. the happier for two sides, yeah. given the oh, way I, th- the I, th- I, th- I thought we were going to lose at the end, definitely. I thought we yeah. were conceding Same. a late Although, car. brief, when Torreira did get that moment yeah, where he could catch that shot, I scored. I was, we'd scored. <laughs> I was leap, leaping up, ready to celebrate that and, uh, with joy unreserved, but it wasn't to be.
1: No, but but generally I thought we were. But you could still see signs of improvement. Can you could you could still see why? You'd
2: expect that though, wouldn't you? Yeah, a hundred percent. You'd expect that. Yeah. Shackles off without the sort of manager yeah. and a, a chance and to impress. They all still got to impress Freddie and And whatever setup is going to be. They want to play.
0: It is quite funny seeing Freddie on the bench as our manager. Yeah. You know, in terms of we all loved him as a player. It was just it was a great time period in Arsenal. Yeah. And to see him there is nice. I know, yeah. obviously, we need him to win now, but it's uh, it's good to you got Murata here. It'd be nice to see it's Bobby Perezberg camp next to him
2: It's lovely to see but yeah Peres does pop into chambers yeah, and, and you've got, yeah, you've it's
0: got great Edu to see. up in the you yeah. know up yeah. in up in the
1: hierarchy. I, I mean re- f- I
0: reckon I reckon these boys can still do a job. Did be a better job than some of the players play.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And, you know, <laughs> more importantly, Freddie had a good um, jumper on. I thought he had a good outfit. Um, he looked, <laughs> he looked cool, part. not do, not trying too hard. Like Pep tries too hard to look cool, sure, and it fails because actually he has like his raggedy hoodie yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. And but just he's definitely the most, the best looking, very suave individual. Dermot, Dermot t- texted us our, our WhatsApp group saying um, since Terry Neil because Terry Neil was people forget how good looking Terry Neil was in his in his glory days, in his younger days in the seventies. Definitely Freddie's the best-looking manager we've ever had, I think. And clearly the best-looking manager in the league right now. And for that reason alone, I'm yeah, quite thankful. My, my wife
0: did say to me, she said to me during the game, she said, Freddie Lundberg's the Arsenal manager? I think I'm going to start coming to games <laughs>
1: again. I said, I don't think you are, love. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, my God. I don't think you are, love, is the most, is the I know, most I... retro, <laughs> retro <laughs> phrase I've heard for a long time, Gillard. Well yes, done. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you have to go really quickly? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Boyd Yes
2: Are you expecting I'm expecting <laughs> When I go on Thursday night Yeah A whole different feel To the average yeah, I'm same, excited yeah, to go yeah. to Yeah me too Because yeah. for a year now Partly because it's an 815 eight kick off Because of Amazon the Prime The latest ever Premier League kick yeah, off We've 15. had 815 eight Why eight do 15. they need Are I, we going for dinner first Boyd or Have I you could arrange could something be. Let's arrange Let something A yeah. Christmas pie It's also my
1: birthday um, I mean, Surely we're going to win that Surely I mean It's your birthday win well, um, Monday the 9th, so, you know, we're in, I feel at like this West week Ham. is the build-up. You should be going to
2: West Ham to I'm celebrate. hosting an event that night, I'm hosting you're. a so screening what? of Dracula for the Boy, BBC. you can come, we're all going, we're yeah. all going to West Ham. Oh, right? Well, I can't, yeah, yeah. I'm hosting an event oh, that night, okay. yet, so I'm going to be, sure. like,
1: talking about Dracula, the new BBC series of Dracula on BBC and monitoring the game. Okay. At the same. Well, I'm going to record it and go home and watch it. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited about it, but I'm trying to ascertain, I was trying to find out, because um, I have connections with these people, these people like PRs for Amazon Prime. So why does it need to be 8.15? It's bewildering. Like they need an extra 15 minutes to get everyone watching their yeah. thing or something. It's, it's really odd, isn't it? It's a,
0: it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a big moment in terms of for TV yeah, and everything so like that. As in Amazon, it can really yeah. shake up the sky yeah. dominance. Well, they're showing
1: every game. They're game, showing every they? game across these wow. like two, three days. And then period. again at Christmas? At Boxing day. day. Boxing Day. And there was They've this brilliant story ten. brilliant story that they're worried about because Boxing Day is obviously a big day for people shopping on the internet. Slow down the traffic. I'm sure Amazon have got the technical thing sorted out, maybe. But what's weird is the idea they have to, They're covering all these games pretty much simultaneously. They're going to have to be a lot of, you know, I'm saying second level commentators <laughs> and pundits. F- I'm, I'm annoyed like, we haven't been asked. Pundits, Josh.
2: I'm annoyed like, we haven't been asked to go on. No, there's quite a lot of uh, ex-footballers who are delighted with the with the breadth of yeah. work that will be available.
1: Um, before Gilad goes, Gilad's got to go. He's got he's got a hard out, as I say. Um, we have got to do the traditional thing. We've got to guess the prediction for coming up for that game. So we've got Arsenal Brighton 8:15 kickoff. Very interesting. <laughs>
0: I think we will win three one. Josh,
2: Brighton, we will get back to winning ways with a two uh, one victory, I believe.
1: Yeah, I might go. I'm going to go big. I'm going to go four one. Yeah, nice. I think it's unlikely we'll we'll. Um... We'll keep it clean sheet.
0: Apologies after on early, but I just just wanted to say one more thing, which was a bit of excitement back at Arsenal again. Now, in terms of with Emery, it got a bit stagnant, so it's nice that everyone's a, everyone's a bit excited in terms of uh, what's going to happen now the next six months. Who the new manager oh, is? I, I
1: mean, I always said you know, people, people, I, I said right from the beginning with Emery, I was never I never knew whether he was going to be any good or not. You know, people were surely some people were sure he wouldn't be. Kudos to them for for um, for for thinking that, but. It was just, it just, it was just more fun from from that. As soon as he was arrived, just because it was something different, and then it ended up being, funnily enough, in, almost exactly the same. Weirdly, he had exactly the same number of points, didn't he? In all of his games, as Arsene Wenger did. In the, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to I'm just saying it's odd how his record was almost exactly the same as the last uh, Arsene Wenger's period, and all the same problems appeared. So yeah, I'm excited now. Same, just just for something new, something fresh. And, Josh, you're as excited as well, I can tell. I'm
2: massively excited <laughs> for, this, uh, for this new race. What I was just suggesting, why don't we take a quick break and then Gidard's going to leave and then we'll be back for uh, yeah, a quick sure. summary.
1: OK. This week's Footballistically Arsenal is brought to you by Gaz and the team at the Blue Ball in Walton-on-the-Hill near Epsom. Check out their amazing Sunday lunch – And whilst you're there, enjoy it with a pint of Watney's Pale Ale.
2: Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark, and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2 a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours.
1: And we're back from that break. With G- Gilad has gone. His hard-out has been fully um, achieved, um, Just you and I, boy. For the well, nice, isn't it? rare it? treats yeah. rare well, treat
2: in my home. Yeah. Here, I even put out some minstrels for you. A few grapes. Satsumas. they satsumas,
1: or are they tangerines? They're satsumas. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so we. Uh, I am optimistic about uh, about the future. <laughs> um, I, what's interesting is what someone pointed out about the um, about the Allegri situation is. Arsenal rarely do the thing you expect them to do when it comes to managerial appointments. But God. how many have we had? I mean, this is a new. I mean, era. you're right. Obviously, you, you, a youngster as you are, you've only sure. had like two in your uh, lifetime. Well, yeah, was, you well, know, your... well, literally, Bruce Reholt, well Stuart Houston, Bruce Rio yeah. that period. Yeah, Wenger. You don't remember Emery. Bruce Rio going, do
2: you? Do you? Of course, I do. Do you? How yeah. old were you? Uh, eight. Wow. Okay, yeah, I do remember because I remember being with Ben. Um when, of course I used to do this podcast fairly regularly I remember going to the game against Bolton on the final day of the 95-6 season and it being Platt and Burkamp scoring and getting into the UEFA Cup and you know in those days that was very exciting to be getting into Europe massive you know yeah. massive moment and Ian Wright handing in a transfer request during that season. So that was like my childhood hero, handing in a transfer request oh, because okay. he didn't get with the manager. So then yeah. when he left, it was all a bit of a relief, mainly because I just thought in my head, Ian Wright will stay at the club. And so he did. Yeah, I mean, that was But important. yeah, this whole thing of like, Arsenal not doing the obvious thing with managerial duties, I mean, you can't compare because this hierarchy, no, I know, they've had one chance and they fucked it up yeah. with Emery. So now we'll see how they do second
1: time. But that... The way that was taken, the, the fact that Arteta was the favourite and, and was, was seemingly, you know, from the, from the accounts of it, was told by some people at least, or one yeah. person at least, that he had the job. And then, seemingly, Gazidis um, did a massive chit- switch, change of mind, um, and then went for Emery. Presumably as the safer pair of hands, was the theory. And I wonder whether now... You see, you see Gilad was saying that um, Arteta is, feels like a... For me, Arteta feels like a, more of a, a risk because you just never, never know what's. And I know LeGrove wrote an, a, a very interesting long read about. He, he supported Arteta right from the start, from when we appointed Emery, and it was interesting. And I agree with a lot of what he said. But I still think, when it comes down to it, why would you not want to use to use one of LeGrove's favourite phrases? An elite coach who's available right now, as in Allegri, and rather than go for the still where you don't know exactly what what he yeah. will be like with Arteta. I'd I'd have to agree. Yeah. I think
2: right now, if they were not sure about making the safer choice two years ago or 80 months ago, now it feels like they, they can't fuck this up. I don't think there'll be anyone criticising a decision right, to a go point, with Allegri. Yeah. Because how can you criticise? Yeah. Here is a man who's been there and done it and would have been touted for big jobs. And if he comes to the football club, and it doesn't work out.
1: I don't think you can point the finger at the, at the yeah, board. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Arteta point. will and be actually, a bit divisive still. Yeah, and actually, if they if they stand back from it a bit and think about that, and they think about you know how much shit they're going to get in. If they appoint Arteta and it goes wrong, and he proves to be you know a kind of a, a not that not no way a Pep and not being able to get these players organised the way we want need them to be, then that's a huge negative and there's another disastrous point whereas and and i think it's instantly divisive isn't it arteta like i i, I look at twitter now For sure and i feel like it, it seems to be almost 50 50 and i'm not saying necessarily fans should have that kind of influence but i do think actually right now with our particular team and our particular fans something unifying <laughs> is key and i think yeah hardly anyone could really go oh Allegri, no you're, you're being stupid it? yeah and i think you you talk about arteta not being a Arsenal club legend
2: in the way that Frank Lampard is at, at Chelsea. Yeah. But Frank Lampard went to Derby, did you know that period in the Championship sort of proved himself. Steven Gerrard, with all respect to Rangers, is at a much lower club than in profile-wise than he might hope to be at Liverpool if and when Klopp leaves and there's an opportunity there for Arteta to get his first job in football to be Arsenal manager would be unusual yeah. for what, anyone's first job to be that what, high a club.
1: But a lot of people talk about Brendan Rodgers, like, like today, you know, Leicester, Leicester on a roll. What, but the thing for me is, why would he really want to leave Leicester in the middle of this season? He's, they're doing really, really well. He's revived their fortunes. Yeah, from
2: a footballing point of view, having rebuilt his reputation, when some people were sort of questioning it and Liverpool threw away the title in the documentary on, was it, was it Channel 5, The Being Liverpool, way yeah. didn't come across great... To so go back to Celtic, I mean, I've, I've
1: got over that. I've got over the, the
2: Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I've seen he's rebuilt David his reputation. Yeah, <laughs> taking Leicester into the top four will be a magnificent achievement yeah. this season.
1: It would be weird, wouldn't it? Because he got a lot of criticism for leaving Celtic and they felt like they betrayed him, I mean, ridiculously, that he betrayed them. rather, sorry, ridiculously, if he then did the same again and left left Leicester, who right now are quite a way above us.
2: Yeah, as a chairman, you'd query that.
1: You would, wouldn't you? You know, is his
2: motivation only financial? Yeah. I think it'd be, you know, it'd be a strange footballing decision, and his odds have not come in at all. You know, the, the one who moved on the betting has been Allegri. Yeah, and Nuno's gone out. Nuno, I think that yeah. was a, that was a rumor. I think, yeah. And the few hours after, it was like you know he came into something below even money. Yeah, you know, there's a real you know gamble on him. But I think the market seems to have settled. Allegri is currently the favorite in the betting, and hopefully there's some truth to that. What you just hope is it doesn't take too long. You know, we you yeah. know Tottenham say what you like. They dealt with it. Watford, you know, sat their manager Flores. It looks like, you know, people are saying Chris Houghton is going to come in and, and there's an expectation that's going to be done pretty quickly. And I think that's what you hope
1: Arsenal become. Yeah. Although I did watch it. If you watched um, um, Sunday Supplement this morning on Sky, where they have all the football journalists, and they look, they look at the, the back pages and they all disagree. Like, so, and I'm looking at them now. Arsenal ready to tempt Brendan Rodgers from Leicester, said The Mirror. Um, Arsenal next manager Arteta says The Independent. Um, Allegri <laughs> Allegri says. Um, I think the sum. Yeah. They're all. They there's no unity here. I think they're all flailing around. I don't think anyone knows because I think they are going to go through a version of that process where they have the shortlist and then they and then they interview them. And I think and I'm not sure if that's. I think that just seems a weird thing to do.
2: Well, I think having Freddie there and having a belief in him and his qualities and having Permetzak able to be there alongside him has given them the ability to sack emery without necessarily having someone immediately in place and i think they're a bit relaxed on it and i do agree with what Gidard said and i think i said earlier in this podcast coming in the top four now i think alan alga even said on the last podcast as well that we were something like eight to one to come in the top four i'm sure our price is not that different now that gives us what a 10 12 percent chance of coming the top four so yeah actually we're better off to take our time make sure it's the right appointment and attention turns to, can we do something special in the Europa
1: League, go one better than we did last year, and uh, and build on it again next season. It's interesting, you, yeah, I, I mean, I broadly agree with that. I think there'll be some who go, you know, if, if, if they really did get Allegri and, not, not, and, not, and say, you don't have to come until next season, then it puts Freddie in a slightly weird position. But I think you know, he seems to be saying it, it the right something. things that he'd accept yeah. that. And you'd
2: yeah. hope that condition of anyone coming in be that Allegri or otherwise is that freddy's
1: part of the team i just wonder if they're going to go look at it and go we still could get in the top four and let's go out and and, and sort it out i don't know it's all might be I, i'm sure if Allegri
2: is willing to come now and i would be surprised if he really turned it down and said i'll come in you know july but i'm not willing to come six months early mm. i would be surprised so yeah, hopefully they will get him in sooner rather than later because the sooner he's in and then he can work on his ideas, even if it is all building towards the next season, which is a shame to say, you know, in early December, the season's already, you know, not, gonna, not going not in the direction we want it in the league, certainly.
1: It's really, of course, what, what I forgot to realise when I got um prediction from Gillad and all of us with predictions for the, for the Brighton game on Thursday is okay. that we haven't got another podcast before the Monday, West Ham, my birthday, birthday game birthday. as it's known. Uh, so we have to predict that one as well, just you and me. Yes, That's a tough one, isn't it? Because well, they triumphed over Chelsea. Incredible. Yeah. you know, And,
2: and the, a great story with their goalkeeper, David Martin, a Premier League debut at 33 and yeah. hugging his dad, Alvin. A great came in, story.
1: And, as I tweeted to um, to Alan, single-handedly halted their advance, as he used to do so often for Arsenal. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With
2: Arsenal, we, 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 we've had mixed results there because mm. I think it was last year we went and got beat there. The year before, I think, did we score five? Maybe Alexis Sanchez. I've got a feeling that we, you know, oh, yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen us, you know, be terrific yeah. and be terrible there. I'm really concerned, just we need to beat Brighton at home because, you know, already now going eight games to go nine, to go 10, then you start to fit. Oh, uh, I mean, so I just be. think if we if we can beat Brighton and go to West Ham and get a point, I think that's okay. So I, I think like a, a 1 1, and, and that's okay. Only because I'm now thinking it's just about morale. I don't think we've got enough oh, yeah. to catch the top four. Uh, but I'm then we going. might have to be careful because, you know, if we don't win the Europa League, there's no guarantees we're going to come in that sort of Europa League qualification next season. So we do have to oh. be careful that we don't have,
1: like, no European football next season. Note. I can't do it on that depressing note. I think we're going to beat West Ham. I think I'm going to go for 2 1. I don't know why. I just on, we're like, Eight games unbeaten. I think Freddie's going to win the next between, two in, a row. in the next week, yeah. I think Freddie's going to have a bit of a burst of common sense and he's going to sit back. I think I think. hopefully some of those injured defenders will come back into the team. Maybe, you know, Bellerin, maybe Tierney will be back. Maybe he'll realise he can't play he stuff because he's fucking shit. Well, was straight back to we'll a back see. four.
2: So he's obviously, you know, immediately yeah. gone in and go, right, back four. Granit Xhaka is yeah. someone I, I trust. So I think we'll there are we'll elements of here. I don't think there's going to be... Um, you know so much. I'm I'm just as I said before. Very excited to be in the stadium. I think it'll be a good buzz. There'll be people singing "We love you, Freddie." There'll be a slightly, you know, maybe slightly less kids, given it's eight fifteen kilos. That's not ending until ten p.m. People are not getting home till uh, till. Oh, oh. Ungodly hours. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre that we're now uh, now bowing to uh, maybe. They, it, it luckily, Premier Brighton. It's easy
1: to get to Brighton. It's only an hour on train for for, for the Brightonians Yeah, it's be, not too they bad. For them. Okay. And they tra- those trains run. I think they run all night, don't they? Maybe I'm making it up. No, I think you're right. Can yeah. down to London Victoria. Anyway, I mean, not that Brighton fans need our travel advice and probably no. aren't listening to this podcast. Yeah, I'd be interested to see the Amazon um, uh, presentation. coverage coverage. See what happens. Yeah, yeah it'd be, uh, that well. will
2: genuinely be, be yeah. fascinating because they are you know investing big and they're they're here for the long term.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. Well, I think it's been a, uh, a, a civilized type of agreement. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely.
2: I mean, you got it wrong on Emery.
1: <laughs> oh late.
2: You got it wrong. No,
1: I was just being fair to him, you, you gave Unlike him, you, you gave him longer than most. It, uh, yeah, I was being fair to him, yeah. Some of us yeah. were, the were same, less willing to. Same record as Oscar yeah, the greatest manager in history or whatever. You can't really the compare. The worst manager had the same thing. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I was fair to him. You wanted him out immediately. Not immediately. To be fair, yeah. I think Quite
2: the yeah, the back end of last season was, was that poor. Yeah. that um, yeah. yeah, but look, it's sad because no one wants to see a manager. Oh, I feel so so for I him. No, it's sad for him. I yeah, don't there's think there's no it's sad joy. for the club. There were some fans who were like, I mean, and there was a few cheap shots about people, you know, still, you know, you know, uh, with the whole, like, good evening and, and sort of, you know, oh, when the, evening, when we'll the Sky buy, reporters were doing that to him the oh, other yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. It just oh, felt a bit like he was becoming are, a bit of a joke.
1: There's a lot of snide, small-minded mm, yeah. people out there, Josh. Thankfully, we're not two of them. And no, on that...
2: absolutely not. Well, thank you for coming around to my British house mate. to do Pleasure. this podcast. Thanks for hosting And it. it means it will be out probably, well, much earlier than normal. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope so. It's great. You can take a tangerine
1: home. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. I will take a tangerine. Bye. Bye.